or yeah, intimate. Yeah, you don't want to sit. God damn it. Stand up, girlfriend. No, got, don't sit. No. It's I think okay. we're better when I, we, I know I we're think, better when we stand I, I, up. I, maybe. I, maybe we'll I miss the There is something to that. All right, so go yeah. ahead. Welcome, friends. Candace Chapman along with Karen Ivey and Darcy Fauci with But the Big Story. And today's story is called, quote, I'm sorry, you have to run. You got to. <laughs> I would imagine that probably most every one of us at some point in our life has made a New Year's resolution or at some other time of the year to set a goal or make a commitment to lose some weight or just get into better shape or decide to just be, in general, more healthy. Um, we've all had our journeys and our struggles and our successes with this. And so- Candace, it's okay if you break the resolution. Let's just say it right now. Let's just like make everyone feel comfortable because right. most of us do. I did mine on January second. I broke. It. And it's okay <laughs> if you don't make a resolution. I, no, I and, did that. And, yeah, I always have done that, but I made one this year and I broke it on the second. So. But whatever. And you don't have to run. Let you me don't. preface this by saying this episode is not about trying to convince yeah. everybody to run. No. It's just about saying if you want to start some kind of program for yourself. Where do you find the inspiration and within yourself to do that? And the support. Well, how did you? How did I find the inspiration? <laughs> Girlfriend. So, this always comes back to our friendships, right? <laughs> um, so mine starts within my 40s. I'm still there. Uh- <laughs> and she's beautiful. I thought you were 30. I know, right? Never, yeah. never over age 39. That's what yeah. I decided. Um, all of the things that I had been doing when I was younger that I was used to doing, my go-to sort of things, you know, like, oh, I'll, I'll go to the gym for a month and I'll, I'll do this diet plan and I'll do this. And all of these things just suddenly stopped working. You know, I would treadmill, mm-hmm. Pilates, yoga, yep. whatever, walking, my little quick weight loss routines were not working anymore. That's what happens. They catch up with people and they're like, what happened to it? I used to be able to take five pounds off in two days. Right. And then that just suddenly stops happening. And so I was at a loss and Karen at the time was getting her certification as a fitness trainer. And, you know, I just said to Karen, I go, Karen, I don't understand. I go, what do I need to do? And she took my hand. It is true. (laughs) And she looked lovingly into my eyes. I did. And she said... (laughs) I'm sorry, you have to run. <laughs> I did. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's so true. And I was like, me? Kick it up. Run? Are you kidding? I mean, I'd sort of run on the treadmill for like 15 or 20 minutes. But I mean, it's, you know, I was like, what What do you mean? But she, she wasn't kidding. Um, I, I want to know what your reaction, though, really was. Like internally in your head. When she said that, were you, Did like, you think I was offended? Were you I said, like, you need huh. to. I literally looked at her, and I, I remember it came to me like a, I was like, you need to freaking run. What I meant was you need to kick it up. You need to do hit or interval training. This On the treadmill, I see so many people doing it. You need to burn it up, kick it up, hit it up. But what did you really think? Did you want to slap me? You can say <laughs> No, I I was just like run. I'm like I don't I don't run. Like you did. I'm like I'm not a runner. Like in her face. What are you talking about? Run. I don't. I me no. I don't think so. But then the weird thing is, and you know, you'll hear me talk all the time about. I believe the universe sort of sends you signs all the time, and things happen for a reason. So about the same time that this happened, I have a friend Nancy, and she's like. Hey, um, you know that bridge run thing that they do in Binghamton? She goes, they got that 5K. I think we should do that. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, why? <laughs> she goes, I don't know. I just think we should do that. And I'm like, 
right, Karen says I got to run and you want to do this thing. And I'm like, okay, fine. I had to give a shout out, though, to my girlfriend. Amy puts that together. With yes. the chamber. Yes. Yes. She's yeah. a runner. And Fantastic I'm just sorry. You stuff. brought it up. So I had yeah. to put it on. And you're right. And she's she does an great. awesome job. Yes, you're she right. She's Can absolutely I, great at that. Go ahead. Well, I just want to say, you know, yeah. I um, actually fell on the ice running. And we have so I have a lot of tips. And I want to say that before I did that, I did run. And I do think equipment and your surroundings are very important. So that will be part of our big tips that will be coming up <laughs> a little later in our you got to run episode. When Nancy and I finished this little 5K run, we ran into another friend of ours, Judy, who had just completed the half marathon portion of the bridge run. And I'm like, 13 miles? Are you kidding me? I barely made three. How did you do that? So Nancy goes, oh, we should do that. I go, what? Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> but lo and behold... You Here I it. found myself training for doing a half marathon. And when I saw you, I have to say this. I have to say, you, you looked different. And, and I don't mean that that's about weight or whatever, but you were you were confident. You were glowing after I'd seen you. You had been running, I don't know, for six months. I don't remember when I saw you because I can't remember a freaking thing. But I do remember going, God, she looks. And then you're like, oh, I've been running. <laughs> took your advice, Karen. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you ran it. a half marathon. Yeah, I, I ran did. a half marathon. So, wow. yeah. So what we did is we trained for. It's in Elmira. It's called the wine. wine oh yeah, oh, about it. Everybody. It's called it. the half wine glass. glass. Yeah. We yeah. decided that if we were going to train for this marathon, and part of the training schedule is that every week you have to add another mile. Yeah. You want to get comfortable with running, marathon, running right. for the half marathon. So we would have a goal to run our extra mile every week. Um, but whether we were, you know, starting at somebody's home or we were doing a destination run, at the end of that, we'd have some wine. Because I'm like, well, we are training for the wine glass. <laughs> at Marathon, we should also train with wine. And you should so, treat yourself. And That's you should, working so hard. And you should treat yourself. Exactly. Did you... When you were running, did you feel differently? And that's the key mm -hmm. in whether you run a one mile or mm -hmm. 13. You know, so, with any program that you do, you start slowly, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't start out to. running a mile. Yeah. You know, I ran a block. Yeah. But you you know, it's like, it's like okay. okay, I'm going to mm -hmm. run a block. I'm going to walk a block. I'll run a block. Yep. I'll walk. And then I'm like, okay, now I'll run two blocks and walk a block. So you, you gradually build up to anything. You don't just start going out there and just doing it, you get comfortable with it, right? Otherwise, you beat yourself up. Otherwise, you beat yourself up. The first mile is always the worst mile. Every single oh God. time. Wait a minute. That sounds like marriage. Didn't everybody always say, <laughs> no, wait, didn't people say first year. Year. the first year is all tears? No, I, no, that? nobody told me that. But I mean, it wasn't. God bless. It was beautiful. But yeah. I do. Everybody always said that. Okay, yeah. Sorry. The first mile is. It, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing anything, and I don't care whatever kind of program you're on. Sometimes just getting started, you're trying to get yourself sort of mentally on board as well as physically on board. So you you're always in that starting point of just getting yourself going. But once you get on your pace and once you mentally connect mm -hmm. with what you're doing, um, then it becomes easier. They call it a run runners high and I think usually that's around three or four miles that you start to get that sort of like it's just, okay I'm in the rhythm and I'm going it's the endorphins flowing so I tell my students it is you know and actually there is a lot of data that actually shows that sometimes and of course check with your doctor we're not doctors here sometimes that high that endorphin high can replace antidepressants and I know personally for me 
I, if I don't work out and I don't do that run, I'm a bitch. And I, I know a lot of you are saying, but you're a bitch all the time. Karen. <laughs> no, no, I'm Karen, not. No. But, seriously, but seriously, therapists recommend that people who are going through depression get outdoors. I recommend experience the outdoors. Depression or not, you get outdoors. And, and maybe it's a little tough in Binghamton, but I try to do it. It is like even for five or ten minutes, you've got to get outdoors. And you have to soak that sun up in through your eyes mm-hmm. the, the vitamin d i'm just oh. saying i'm not a doctor but and what is it like five minutes you need to at least ten, but yeah five or ten minutes <laughs> so i mean i think those are some things to, you know to think about again it's not just this isn't about running but it's it's about doing things that yeah. make you feel physically healthy but mentally happy and i know for me and you know maybe when you were saying karen that i looked different after six months it was also this huge stress reliever for me. Yeah. First of all, I got away from my phone. I got away from my computer. I got away from, you know, I got away from we everything. We call it meditation in motion. Yeah, It'll be right? on the quiz. Right? My, yeah, the U <laughs> students. Yeah, it's called meditation. It's a total distraction. Mm-hmm. And I was able, and when you're running and you're thinking about that, I mean, look, I can listen to some music and that's great and keeps me going, but you can't think about anything for too long. Is it wrong for us to suggest you listen to our podcast while you're running? Because I think no. that would... I feel like that would be a real de-stressor. It's, what, a, time, it's a time killer at the minute, at, a, at the least. It would be a time, a time killer. killer. In fact, I'm not all sure our podcasts could rhythm, be a time but... killer, but you know what? It could be a distraction. Um, these runs that it'll be part of our big cause coming up later. I mean, the fact of the matter is I have paid $35 to run in my own neighborhood for a charity. Nice t-shirt. Yeah, you get a nice t-shirt. But there's, you know, there's some other benefits yeah. to participation in, in all of this. And so I want to, I'll talk, talk about, about that. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think for most people, and if you're not runners or you're not working, it, it's a difficult it's difficult for me because this is what I do for a living. And a lot of people say to me, you must run marathons, half marathons. No, nothing. I do not run half I hate them. And I'm going to be honest with you, I hate them. Uh, I hate, I ran a half, I ran the woman's, um, the, the Moore Marathon for Moore Magazine. It was the half marathon in, in um, New York City. And it was, I have to say, I mean, it was, it was awesome. There were 10,000 women and it was in Central Park. And I accidentally had done one run uh, in my lifetime and they had registered it when I was, I don't know what, 27, 32, I don't know. But they had me at a six point five seven miles for three miles and uh they gave me the little bib so the bib put me in the front of all of these women and i didn't know that i didn't even know what bibs were and I, so so then all of a sudden they're all looking at me like oh Oh, so if you're in, see, I don't know. Yeah, if I you're didn't in the know front, either. If you're in the I front, that means yes, you got the bib. Been yeah, you've been analyzed. Selected. Yes, and yes, your put data. In the front, they yes. presume you're didn't know that. Hot stuff. So here I am with this little bib that says 147 out of 10,000 women. I didn't even know what it was because I'd never been so in a big race. It was hysterical. All my girlfriends who are there go, what the? Can I say fuck? What the fuck, Karen? You have 147. <laughs> I'm like. I don't know what does that mean. They said, "Well, you're." I said, "Oh well, one time I ran and registered it for this thing." Well, the women. So I had to tell them when all the women kind of there was other women looking back at me with that kind of look. They're like, "Uh, bitch, what are you doing in our group?" Because I went into the group with the five thousand on their thing. Five thousand. They were like, and I'm like, "Oh, don't worry about me. I will be slow, and you don't have to worry." And it's all about just getting outside. I don't look at my time. I don't look. And I'm grateful to be able to run and mm-hmm. not slip and hit my head. <laughs> now, you said you had you have to wear the right gear. Now, again, I full disclosure, not a runner. Not have you ever built? Run? No. 
well, you know, high school. Yeah. But I didn't have the right shoes. It just was, yeah. it just didn't, no. we're not built. The Thorntons yeah. are not built yeah. to run. I, so anyway, um, you talk about dressing properly. Mm-hmm. The other morning I told you I was driving because I had to leave. I had to go to Albany for work, 6 a.m., pitch black. And I have to turn into the Dunkin' Donuts, of course, to get coffee because yes, I have to drive. Yeah. And I pull in, and this runner is dressed. I'm not lying. If they weren't running, they were robbing houses. They were dressed <laughs> head to toe in black, like a, a full-on head hat mask across their face. Yeah, well, black. Chilly. Jacket, black mm-hmm. sweatpants, and I and no reflectors at all that mm-hmm. I could see because when I went to turn into the Dunkin' Donuts to get my coffee, I almost hit them literally. Mm-hmm. And I'm oh. like, and I sorry, I rolled down my window. I didn't say Did anything. Did I didn't say anything inappropriate. I just said seriously, and they flipped me off. So oh, no. I thought that for a runner was kind of inappropriate. It well, it is because no, there's there's there's, there's, kind of rude? there's a twofold thing there, and I, and again, it doesn't necessarily again equate to running. It could be no. walking. It could be anything. Yes, just, if you are out at night, don't assume stupid. that people can see you. Oh my God, my husband talks about this all the time. So, so, like, uh, so we, you know, just to tie this up, we're talking about running as a resolution, as as as, as being fit. There's so many things, so many ways to be fit. We, you don't have to run. You can do no. other things. You have to move, though. I'm an absolute advocate of having to move. You've got to move your body um, in order. You know, it's sort of like I always tell my students, if you have a, a, a pond, if you have stagnant water, nothing good comes from stagnant water. So if you move... This is what I truly believe. It gets everything flowing mm-hmm. and everything moving through. You want everything, whether it's your digestive system, whether it's your brain. It, once you move, and it can be just walking. If you want to just get out there and walk, things move through you. You're going to be thinking more clearly. That is why, sadly, when you end up in a nursing home, and if someone isn't moving you around or stimulating you or, or, or you know, you're in a wheelchair, unless you have to be, things, you know, they just stop working. And I have... Yeah, I have friends who their trainers have told them when they're at work, just get up from your desk and march in place. Yeah. Just just kind of walk in place for like 10 minutes. Just move a little, so, you know? Yeah. And I also find when I'm not, when I get off my routine, I'll talk about this in the big bitch coming up. When I get off my routine, I also don't sleep well. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, this is what I preach, so it's my life. I go back to this, you know, and I don't, there's a part of me that's in a little bit feels a little bit like I shouldn't be talking about it because it's what I do for a living. And so I don't want to ever shame people. I don't want people around me to say, you know, it's like when we go out to eat and people will say, Karen, I'm going to eat this. And I, I never want. Oh, my gosh. I, but it happens all the time to me. So I want to say to them, you know what? I actually don't look at what you eat. I don't care what you eat. And, and here's the thing. I just like to have fun. Don't I, Darcy? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we never apologize no. for what we I mean, did. I, I was like, go for it, girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love to have fun. So if you're not having fun because of me, that would just mm-hmm. be awful. And I hate that. But I have to say this. If you're not moving, you got to move. Mm-hmm. Moving and, and, and getting out and working. You don't have to be running a half marathon like Candace is talking about. But you do got to move. And that is the difference. And, and it makes a difference even with depression Mm -hmm. i'm thinking back to one of our previous episodes where you're talking about 
advice that your father gave you, and it mm-hmm. was, he who hesitates dies. Yeah. So your advice, I think, to family and friends is he who doesn't move. Dies. No, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, no, seriously. Seriously. Yeah. seriously. And so one of the things that I actually enjoy about running is like, if you're going to fuel yourself up for a race, you can carb load for that. The downside of that is that you are eating a lot of carbs and you're not training. And then that's, you know, there's a double-edged sword there. Um, but, you know, I know a lot of people who run and they're not what you think of the typical willowy runner, like the track star. You no, know what I mean? There are people yeah. who run, run and, and do be, these yeah. races and walk as, walks and they yeah. come from all different, and I think it, all different motivations. In a judge-free zone, I think you have to understand, too, and I would say, that there can be people that are what we consider overweight that are extremely fit. Yes. And um, it doesn't have so much to do with weight as it does right. with your cardiovascular system and what you're doing with it and if you're moving. I happen to move a lot because that's just who I am. So I'm always moving, and I'm always, you know, I'm a little hyper, and I'm always working out, but... I do it for a living. And so what happens for me is I'm put in a position where people say, well, I want to be this or I want to do this or I would like to eat like you do or do that. You have jobs. If I had a full-time job that didn't have to do with personal training and health and wellness and working out, I'd be, well, I already am sleeping at 430. I wouldn't even, like someone said today, could you teach your class at 430? I'm like, no. And Candace knows I'm like, uh, no, I, I'm tired and I'm very tired. So, but I'm doing it for a living. So it is different. If I, you, most people mm-hmm. cannot devote three or four hours to working out or watching what they eat or not. So let me ask you about this as parents with children. Have you been at a crossroads with their children where you wanted to talk to them about your health, their health, but you didn't know what to say to them or how to what I mean how, how does that play into your own lives I have four children and I vowed because when I was young I had siblings and you know classmates who and I, I look back at my pictures I was not fat I was not fat did they say you were they said I was yes who Even said I, you were your, your, I won't say I'm not okay. gonna say who but, I, mean, but did your I had siblings or? who told me that if I just lost a little weight I'd be really cute and that, I hate that one sentence right. has mm-hmm. stuck with me so long that I said I will never say anything to my children about weight, about what they eat. Mm-hmm. I just but refuse. Do you, but do you struggle with it? Because I have friends who struggle with, uh, I have to say, I have friends who, many friends who struggle with their kids are overweight and they want to tell them what to eat or what not to eat. They don't want them to be overweight because they know what it would be like for the rest of their life. I tell them, I say, because you guys talk about running, working out, I don't. Full disclosure, You, if you know yeah. me, you know. Uh, it's something I struggle with. I didn't, though, when I was young. I was like a teenager. I, again thought in my mind I did but I look back on pictures I was skinny yeah I'm skinnier than like my daughters are today and they're considered skinny but in my mind I always felt that I was overweight so and even into my 20s I was skinny yeah but I I struggle with my weight all the time oh you yeah, are. I, no, shut up. Okay, well, you're, so you're, 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 you're still cute as a button. You. You're the best skin in the <laughs> fucking world. Stop it. Shush. So, I again, I just make it a point. I, I talk to them about you don't want to do what your dad and I have done, which is honestly Over-eat. let ourselves go. Yes. Drink too much, eat too much, not exercise enough. I beg them. I just say don't, don't 
get to where we are today because it is once you get there so much harder to get so back. Much harder. Whereas if you just start early and keep up good mm -hmm. habits, I, so I do say that. Yeah. But I have never ever said don't eat that. What but do are you, you worry? Do you worry when you see? knowing because my my friends worry about their girls they worry about their and they're like i just want it but i can't i don't know how to go my there. girls they already have put their own pressure on themselves mm -hmm. so i would never add yeah. on to that i yeah. feel like it this is, is my this is my perception this is my perception watching my niece grow up and this is my perception seeing the current generation as opposed to my generation when I was growing up where my my mother was frankly dieting all the time. I my mean diet was tab, just like a word in her house and she, my mother drank tab yeah. constantly yeah. Yeah. little yeah. Yeah. yeah do you remember the yeah. yes. oh, we would yeah. sit yeah. and eat Yes. The caramels. Yep. They were allegedly yes. diet yeah. caramels. Please, someone will play that. I feel, I, mean, a little, I feel a little, I feel that younger women today embrace their bodies better than we did. Yes, I agree. I agree. I yeah. think they're coming around. I have seen um, what I would have considered um, maybe an overweight woman. Who's calling? Don't say Stop no. calling me, you people. That you is know the I'm recording. Buzz. I, I have am, heard of Okay, I just want to say this. I am on quiet. My phone is on silence and it is buzzing stop it <laughs> so i don't know who you are that's trying to get a hold of me <laughs> i'm not that important um but honestly i have seen it, it it's amazing i have seen women embracing their bodies um what we might not have thought was the perfect bikini body that i do love big booty actually graham i mean is i think the most uh effective mm -hmm. spokesperson for someone who embraces... Well, why don't you explain what you're talking about? Oh, well, she's a model, but mm -hmm. she's a she's not just... She's yeah, a plus-size model. That they're, I'm a big-size yeah. model, and then they'd say they're a size 12. Yeah. Yeah. But she's truly a big... What's uh, her name? Curvy Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham. And oh, and look at what Lizzo wears. Yes. Yeah. I mean, oh, I love it. Lizzo. Love it. She's oh, <laughs> oh, my God, I love Lizzo. She doesn't care. Yeah. And I, I think gorgeous. those are great yes. role models for yeah. our girls to yeah. follow. And I read this really fascinating article um, in... I'm going to say it's psychology today. It wasn't, but it sounds really cool. <laughs> it was like Cosmopolitan. <laughs> no, it wasn't actually, but it was. It, it might have been the New Yorker, but it was actually about how women judge everything on other women. It's not on men. I, they don't give a I have shit a, what men they think. Don't even I have, care about what other women think. I have a good friend who said women don't dress for men. They, they dress, dress for, for women. women. And it is the truth. Yep. But... If you're going to run and you're going to work out, yeah. do it for yourself. Well, and again, that is, yeah. that, that, is, that is the point of yeah. talking about some of yep. this with our journeys. It's, yep. it's to say that we all feel for what, every, what anybody's yeah. journey is when it comes to these issues. But also don't feel powerless, you know? Don't feel powerless. There's yeah. something for you everybody. You have to run, get out and walk. But you do have to move. And if you're going to come to me and ask me, I'm going to say move. Just yeah. move. I don't care what so it is. I, move a lot. You know, this will be one of those things where I go, okay, we're going to go back to our TV days. <laughs> you know, talk about those days. So, you know, this is sort of my big bitch, if you okay. will. You Lay know. it on us. So we have the big bitch portion of our episode. This is the big bitch portion of the episode. Okay, so how many times did somebody come up to me or any one of my other TV broadcaster um, friends and say, oh, my God. Gosh, oh. you look so, you look so much better in person. Better in person, and not or they might get more specific. Oh, you're so much prettier in person, or so 
Oh my gosh, you're so much smaller in person. So much smaller in person. So much smaller mm-hmm. in person. Now, I, I always looked at this as a twofold sort of thing. You know, it's like, oh, well, okay, thank you for not calling <laughs> yeah. me fat on TV. Because yeah. that's really what you're saying to me is like, oh, you look really you fat look terrible on, on TV. TV. Yeah. And so we all know that old saying, you know, TV yeah. puts five pounds on you. Well, I heard it was 10, but well, I like to go with it. Well, five, ten, who knows? It's in the eye of the beholder, right? Um, so, you know, growing, but it was always the same thing it, until we talked to yes. other broadcasters. It yes. was always everywhere I went was, oh, my God, you look so much better in person was the right. bottom line. And then I one That's time looked at thing it, to say, but though. I like it. But they don't I mean it. That they way. don't mean it. That way. And then finally, I turned around and about do I one time finally and it was I was at the grocery store and I turned around and go, do I look like shit in real? I mean. I started to think, like, what do I look like shit on real TV? Because who, you're not, if you're a, if you don't have a job on TV, (laughs) you're going to the bank. No one says to you, oh my God, when you cash that check, you look so much fucking better than you did with the (laughs) drive-thru. Listen, it's (laughs) the lighting. It's all about the lighting. I have to mention the Seinfeld reference because I do almost make a Seinfeld reference every day. But the episode where he was dating the woman who one minute looked like she was a model, and the next minute looked like hell. Like me. And (laughs) it all is lighting. Yeah. Well, Well, and the funny thing is, is that the way you were talking about Karen, it's like I I tried to always put it in perspective, right? I always try to put everything into perspective. I would always say say to my, I would always say, well, that's better than the alternative, because the alternative could be like, God, you look better on TV. They scared the hell out of us when they started talking about, oh, well, HDTV's coming. And, you know, 10 pounds, you're going to look like you're 20 pounds heavier. Like, you're going to have to literally be a stick. And every defect of your face and everything else, you're going to have to look stick thin and starving. And, you know, I'm like, oh, dear God. And have a boob job and I oh and let's what, be honest whatever else. and it wasn't yeah um yeah. but you know but then you know we we got past that in in, in some senses but you know yeah the no, fact of the matter didn't. is what some of my Candace we never got past it we never the, got past tra- it the fact is is one more person says to you I God you look you look you look so much better in person and I was thinking one time I did say to someone and this is the truth and I'm not making it up to be funny but it is funny I said to someone did you throw up when you saw me on TV. Because the way they said it, I thought, oh, my God. They go, oh, my God, you look so much better when I saw you on the 6 o'clock news. And I thought, were you just, like, nauseous? Were you nauseous when you saw me? Were you just, like, couldn't even listen to the big story? Can I story? translate this just to everyday life? You don't have to work sure. on TV. But the one <laughs> comment that drives me crazy when people say, you look tired. Oh, oh, why? Don't say you look tired. Why I'm t- would you tell somebody that? I mean, unless the person says, I really don't feel well. Then yeah. you can say, yeah, I know. I Never. thought you looked a little yeah. off. But don't open the conversation with, oh, yeah, you look tired. Are you, are you okay? Tired. Are you okay? Are you having I, a breakdown? That never comes off no. as caring or no. really no, wanting doesn't. to know. The, it comes off completely as you look like shit. Right. God, this why. is the best tip ever that Darcy Fossey <laughs> is giving you. you if Our you take tip. anything from this freaking episode tonight, is that one. I literally have someone else said to me, said, 
I can't believe so-and-so said to me, do you look tired? I know I'm tired, but God damn it, why'd they say it to me? It's the truth. You feel like shit. You can't come out of that as a caring They comment. are deliberately trying to basically bring you down. Yeah. I, there's I no would... way that that comment comes out of anybody's mouth in a sincere way. It's, I agree. It's even if, again, I could look okay. like shit, yeah. but I'm why sorry. would you I'm ever not gonna say that? Have say... you said that? I have not said that to people, but I know that people have said it to me, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, I am tired. Yeah, well, no, we all look tired. Tired. I probably look like but it. But, but we don't need to point it yeah. out. How about your roots are showing? I don't need to fucking know my roots are showing. I have to go five weeks because it's the money. That's the okay. big hair yeah. episode. But, but I'm just saying to you, my point is, Darcy has a great cover. If I thought Darcy looked tired, which I never do, by the way, but if I did, I wouldn't say you looked tired. I would say, are you hey, okay? Sweetie, what's going on? Right. Are you okay? Yes. How's life? Are the kids She's getting touching my hair, fucking by the way. Down? <laughs> I'm stroking her hair, by the way, because I love her. I always am compelled to touch Darcy. It's so weird if you've seen her. I kiss her, I hug her, because she's that kind of... Yeah. Darcy's that, that gal you just want to hug. I, I, feel, I feel close to her. But the truth is, if I said to her, Darcy, you look fucking tired, you'd be like, oh, yeah, thanks, I, Karen. I would See never, I never have taken that comment no. Well, let's no, just put it that way. And okay. I don't think no. anybody else out there has ever no. taken that comment. No. So don't yes. don't say it. Yeah, ask no. them if they're okay. That's fine. Right. Yeah. But and don't ever tell that. anyone they look tired. Or are you pregnant? <laughs> never oh. ask a person if they're pregnant. No, I Let have to go. tell you Let another another TV story that no. makes you again. You know. And I'm not saying that any of us in TV have any more anxiety than anybody else does about oh, comments yes, that people we make. Do. Yes, we probably do. We get it all but the you time. know, I just remember a time that like I did a stand up <laughs> and you know, stand ups when like you're in front of the camera and you're talking and you're explaining oh, yes. you're showing yeah, 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 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe I did gain a couple pounds. I don't know. <laughs> but somebody wrote into the station, Is she pregnant? Oh, and I'm like, oh, I said my that about Jennifer gosh. Anderson too. <laughs> I mean, it's just bullshit. Yeah. First of all, if you have that kind of time, you need to get a job. You get need to life. get a better job yeah. and a life. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move us along. We need to wrap it up. So, so Karen um, is, you know, again, our certified trainer, and you know, we always said that we would offer you some big tips, and and I'm going to offer a few tips that I've just learned for myself along the way. But Karen, for anybody, whether it's a running or any kind of exercise program, what would you say are the key things they need to keep in mind to start or to maintain? Don't overdo it. So I think what I tell my clients is um, everybody is gung-ho always at the beginning. They have this amazing amount of energy. And so they throw it into those first couple of weeks. And that is where you make your mistake because you, you burn out. And so I would say uh, ease into it. And, and it's almost like training for a marathon. Do a little bit and add a little bit each week. And don't expect too much of yourself. And also give yourself a little a little punch in the shoulder like, hey, I got through this week. And whether it was a walk, whether it was just getting up off your chair, whatever it was, take credit and go forward the next week. Don't don't point and never compare yourself to another person. Absolutely. Enjoy whatever it is you choose to do. If you've done something different and done some something more. There you go. Yeah. That's your kudos. Enjoy too. whatever it is you choose to do. Make it fun. Again, if it's just something about, you know, hey, I just want to go listen to my music and I'll just kind of walk while I'm doing that or I'm do something else. But 
it has to be enjoyable to you. It's also enjoyable sometimes to do it with other people who will say, hey, I made an appointment to do it. I can't skip it because mm -hmm. I've committed to, you know, meeting another person for a run or a walk or whatever. Sometimes that helps make sure that okay. you stay on your routine. The other thing is to listen to your body. Always listen to your body. Because here's the thing. Who's the health and wellness instructor here? Listen to your body because sometimes I feel like, ah, oh, I'm ready to go. And I get out there and I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling it today. And it's okay to say, I'm not feeling it today. And I'm not going to put in as much effort as I thought. Sometimes I go, oh, I'm not feeling it today. So, but I'm going to go. And then I end up having a great day. So just listen to your body. And that also comes comes to, because I have experienced this lately, if you feel a little knee pull, a little muscle pull, whatever, listen to that. Don't push it. Just be healthy. More, more important, just be healthy. So I have a joke. It's kind of a joke. The people that spin, I, I'm a spin instructor. I, I teach cycling a lot and it's crazy cycling and I, we max our heart rate. So I always say it's a joke and everyone laughs and I says, yeah, if you're new, you'll look at Karen and go, oh, okay. But I would say, it's your ride. It's your ride. Do what you need to do. If you need to back off, if you need to. But then I go, ha, 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 go back off. So I always have this thing where I'm, I'm like, there's a little part of me that says, you're right. You know, take care of yourself. But don't forget to push yourself a little bit. You know, don't. You know, there's a I, there's a part of me that's a little bit hard ass. And I think that's what makes an instructor in me. But I don't, I don't want you to get sick. I don't want you. But don't baby yourself either you know and that that's what makes me an instructor that's the kind of mom I was it's the kind of mom my mom was don't baby yourself too much push it a little bit further and that's why I'll be dead tomorrow no. <laughs> I've always said I've thought about maybe taking a class from Karen or maybe having sure. her train me but I want to still like you. <laughs> I keep thinking, I don't want to ruin that's this funny. friendship. Right. I do not want to ruin this friendship. So I'm like, nope, that's not a good idea Actually, because I might not like her after. You might not. That's when you yeah. ask her for a referral. Yes. But you know what? I have to say the people that I've actually trained have become my best friends. But okay. um you know, I think you have to do what you have to do. I think there are, and I, as a personal trainer, I've learned that, that some people's pushing limits are different than others. And um, I think if you make an effort, just an effort, if you make an effort that's outside of your comfort zone, you, that's that's all you need to do. It's good. Whether it's running, whether it's boxing, whether, I do, and I and I agree with you, Candice, and I, I, teach, I preach this, you got to like it. You've got to like it. Mm -hmm. If you don't like spinning and you don't like, for God's sakes, don't do it. If you like, maybe you like dance. Maybe you like karate. I don't even know. Are they doing karate anymore? <laughs> but I would, but people do like it, mm -hmm. you know. If you, just move, 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 move. Yeah, good, good advice. Now, we will talk about this more in depth with our guest, but one of the things that I like to inspire people to think about when it comes to big causes and charities is that, Interestingly enough, walks and runs have become a great way for people to contribute to a charity, to raise money, to get out there and move, to do all of those other things. Have you both participated in any kind of events like that? I did once. Okay, well, good for you. <laughs> I so think 25 cute. years ago, yeah. did one of those walks, yeah. and the whole time they I'm had like, them then. why am I doing this? <laughs> Was it? A, I a didn't enjoy it. It was a fundraiser. I think of her either muscular dystrophy or mm -hmm. multiple sclerosis. It was one of those, and it was like a 
ten mile walk. Oh well, yeah. And I wasn't a walker was or a runner. It was I was by myself, and it was hours. Oh so I'm well, like, I mean, I walking that. ten miles is like freaking forever. I mean, well, I mean, I, I started with people, but they yeah. <laughs> they went I ahead, and I was left behind, and it was not enjoyable. But I know that. You have to get out there and try it, and it mm. does get to a point where it's enjoyable. And do it with friends. So I would like to say this right now. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about, and I think that's what's important about this podcast. You just said the muscular dystrophy. Okay, do you remember there was that whole Jerry Lewis? I did. I hosted the MDA Telethon so at Channel 34. I, get I out. hosted it in my house. <laughs> So I just have to say this. I lived in California. I lived on Garnett Avenue. I was 10 goddamn years old. And I said, Mom, I want to do this. You had to have a carnival in your, at oh, your yard. Oh, we did that too. Yes. But I'm talking about I hosted yeah. it at Channel 34. Yeah. But I was 10. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I want to say about that is that it was the we muscular. All were influenced, yes. And watched it, was it every huge. Labor Day. It was every huge. Labor because Day. Because there was not a lot of television stations. Jerry Lewis no. was on. So I said, it Mom. It was on 24 hours. Yes. A day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I don't remember. I was in California. And I said, Mom, I want to have this muscular. And I have a picture. And we'll, we'll put it on our Instagram. Because we gave away a puppy. Oh. No, we gave away wow. a freaking puppy. Wow. And I have this puppy. And I have to say, not one person came to oh. my carnival. Oh. I had a carnival. Oh. It's the saddest. Oh. No, Sorry. it's the saddest. I lived sad. a, I was literally on Pacific Beach Highway. If you're familiar with San Diego at the time, uh, my dad was, and I, we got it. We got lemonade. We got the stands. We had little carnival That's things. It's heartbreaking. In the, it's fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> we had a puppy. We had to go beg people to take this freaking puppy. But I have to say, and there's a picture of me and my sister with the puppy in the front there. And I was like, I want to have, my grandfather came. He came to each little carnival. Oh. Well, you're a carnival girl, Candace. now that we know. <laughs> right. oh, you, 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 you dubbed it carnival. carnival. I said amusement park. Like, was it's big, a carnival. It's not a carnival. There's rides and things like that. There are rides carnival. at a carnival. You're carnival. Carnival bar. <laughs> we like to call her Carnival Candy Bar now because we, we just want to bust her. But I have she, to say she's that, a carny. Okay. So back to the must. So we just feel like that's a time to get off of this whole thing if you're feeling really This is an aside. It'll never running. make the episode. <laughs> What's that? I said this is an aside. It'll no, never make the episode. I think like this is important that people. I actually interjected here because I didn't want people to feel so bad if they weren't running or working out. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah. you should have a carnival and try to raise money for fundraisers because aren't we all about the, the big, big cause? cause? We really yes. are. And so, with that said, with running, I want to talk about the stash strong, and I'm going to have Colin Gurner on here, and um, oh, so close to my heart. And there's so many 5Ks out there or 10Ks or whatever you want to do that raise money. But you can contribute to them and not run or whatever. But I do think, I think that's a good thing. I, I think do. that's a good thing, too. And what's nice about them, too, is you get usually a nice shirt or something like that yes. that you can wear out and continue to promote the cause. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes you get a water and a beef jerky. <laughs> Are you talking about the stash? Strong. Yes, strong yes, today strong, yeah. or at a future podcast. Well, well, been... well. I w wanted to mention the stash strong because I'm going to have Colin. Colin agreed. Colin Gurner, who has, you know, we'll go into this in a different podcast, but um, is amazing. And 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 his brother died of very good family, very close family of my friends of ours, and I died of geoblastoma. And um, he was said he agreed to be our first 
guest and we weren't quite ready. I wasn't quite ready and I just want to I want to have him on here. He's amazing. He's done so much with social media. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot with um Vice President Biden. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot with Dave Matthews mm-hmm. which we're close with. Dave Matthews wore the shirt. Taylor Swift wore the shirt. Yeah, he has, I know. And we have shirts and I yeah. have been run- I have been running with Have my you been the shirt, shirt I gave you? Wow. Yes, I have. So we I bought these two young girls beautiful pink sweatshirts um to support stash strong uh and i well, we're gonna get colin on here i just don't know when but they do a 5k and it's, it will be the third year coming awesome. up and that's what, it's what is, we need is to part do. of our big cause that we wanted to just make sure that people are aware of there's so many big causes out there that again can be supported um by running or walking if you so choose to want to do that so and even if you don't like listening to us we have causes (laughs) we have causes and we are happy to promote anybody's cause so please reach out to us on our facebook page but the big bs so that was our podcast on you have to run that, like a couple of our previous podcasts, were recorded pre-COVID. So we wanted to just get together and talk a little bit about running post-COVID-19 with two uh, fantastic runners. And I just want to say, since we taped, I am walking. I am getting out on campus. And I'm not running, but I am walking because you got to get out. Yes. Good for you, Darcy. Well, I'll tell you, we all cannot wait for the day where we can actually, I'll even go in a race. We can gather in groups and do fundraisers and be together. Uh, You know, clearly the pandemic has been our focus and it has changed uh, even our podcast. That's why we've been doing these postscripts. But my goodness, there are so many charities. I feel so bad because normally at this time of the year, at least at the rail trail locally, they are having runs every weekend for causes. And you know, you can't do that right now. And even though oddly enough, today when I was at the trail, I saw someone, a couple people with bibs and they looked like they were doing their own races and holding their phone up, which was kind of neat. But I hope that, you know, if you might've been doing a walk or a race and donating to a charity around this time of year or any time, that you'll still consider just making a donation, even if the actual race isn't taking place. Yes, because a lot of charities are seeing an extreme fall off in donations. And there's still a lot of causes out there that are extremely important to carry on even amid the pandemic. Um, So what else has changed since we first talked about this topic of overall health and exercise? Well, I don't know about you ladies, but I see lots of people getting outside, walking with their dogs, they're running. My street sometimes looks like a freeway of people. And I'm like, do you live here? Because I've never seen you before. I mean, I'm a person who's out and about in my neighborhood all the time. And so I'm like, hmm. Um, And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But there is another challenge to that when it comes to social distancing, at least I find where I'm at. I usually have a route that I plan. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go down the street and go over this way. And this is what I'm going to do. So I start going down the street and then somebody's coming my way and I'm looking at them and they're looking at me and which one of us is going to zigzag, which one of us is going to cross the street. How do you avoid them? So I never know what route I'm going to go because it just kind of depends on where I run into people at different sections along the way. Well, it's already a busy street, but I just look out the, our dog, it's driving him crazy because he runs to the window every time somebody's going by and so it's been a constant barrage of our dog barking and but it's wonderful to see families out um you're cooped up to get out and get some sunshine and just kind of 
shake off some of this stress and uh, quarantine fever, I guess. Yeah. What's happening on the rail trail where you usually run, Karen? Well, it's interesting. It's been sort of, you know, depends if it was a couple weeks ago or now, um, you know, as it gets warmer, I've noticed if you've had a really fabulous day and it's sunny, there's a lot of people. And now it's tricky because on that rail trail, it is literally, you know, width-wise that of a railroad track, if you think about it that way. And so people are going to the right or left. And I don't know sometimes the etiquette because I will point my finger to which way I'm going to go around so that they know. I mean, you have to be careful because there's bikes on there too. So if you're not looking behind you and then you want to do a six feet away from the person in front of you as you go around them, you could literally get hit by a bike or something. So it's a little bit challenging. And I also noticed oddly enough that, uh, you know, we were told on Friday here in New York state that we needed to wear masks if we were going to be in any place where it was impossible to stay six feet away. So I brought my mask and I'll put it on. But what I really try to do, not everybody had it on. And I would just try to turn my head away when I see them, but I feel rude. I feel like there's probably people I know and I'm not saying hi to, but I feel like that's the best thing I can do for them. Like turn my face away from them. Yeah. I try to wave to people, even if I'm like going around them, like, Hey, I don't mean to be rude. I'm just trying to do the distancing well. thing. When I go out at Look. work, it's thankfully um, hardly anybody there. So it's actually kind of nice. I don't have to worry about, you know, running into people or walking too close to anybody. Um, but I do see some of the tracks around town and some of the parks quite, quite busy. Yeah. Now, Darcy, in the in the original talk, we we had that funny episode with you running into masked runners in the dark. <laughs> I've I listened to that again, and it was kind. Of, I, I'm telling you, people probably thought, well, he probably was robbing houses, but no, he really was in running gear. It was all running gear, yeah. top bottom, but it was the oddest outfit I've ever seen for a runner who's going to run in the dark. But now everybody is wearing a mask. We all have to wear them if we're going to go out in public, as you said, and not be able to social distance. I'm still, I've ordered some masks, but they haven't um, come in yet. So I'm trying to make some of those homemade masks. One's a sock, one's from a t-shirt. They don't look very good. Um, so I have a feeling this is also like our hair um, and the roots and the gray coming in. Masks are gonna be the new fashion accessory. And so someone needs to, I'm sure they are already, uh, start uh, making some fashionable masks instead of the industrial or healthcare type masks. You guys have any? Well, uh, yes. If you, uh, I'll I'll post it. I have one of my beautiful daughter-in-law who is in the ER, and she's a nurse, and she literally is bedazzling her mask. That's you know, and she's having fun with it. And she said, you know, that she's kicking COVID 19s butt, but still being able to do it, you know, in kind of a glamorous way. And I did order masks, and I ordered some real fun ones. I've got a mustache, I've got an X and O kisses. So, I mean, you might as well have a little bit of fun with it. I I ordered a friends in blue. I said, oh, wear the blue; it'll bring out your blue eyes, <laughs> you know. But it's still an odd look. Even the even the one I sent you today, I I feel so odd. You can't see people's mouths, so you don't know if people are smiling. It's just so weird. Although it is saving on the lipstick. Well, it's saving on lipstick, and now I have a friend who started making them for, uh, you know, the, the people at the hospital, and then she's just been making them all the time. She's very talented about that, and so I had, you know, asked her if she just had any extras. I didn't want to take any away from anybody who 
absolutely needed a mask. She said, oh no, I've got plenty. So she dropped some off. So they're washable and reusable and they're fashionable. Um, but the only thing about that is, Karen, as I started to think to myself, well, I really just need to do my makeup from the eyes up, right? <laughs> I really don't need, because it's going to be covered. And then if I put makeup on, they're just going to get dirty and I'm just going to keep watching them. So makeup from the eyes up. <laughs> You know what, Candace? This goes back to my 30-second rule. I don't even have to put the lipstick on my cheeks and mouth anymore now. I'll just use mascara, put the mask on. What is that, 15 seconds, 20 seconds tops if I smudge? Yeah. There you go. You're set. The <laughs> so only I told my daughter, because she works at a clothing store, to, to uh, which unfortunately is closed at the moment, but um, I told her to tell the owner of the store that they need to start seeking out fashionable face mask because everybody you're going to have to continue wearing them for months whether it's mandatory or for your own comfort you're going to want to wear a mask and you're want to going to be fashionable so they're going to need to start making them to match all of our outfits so that'll be the next well, which, which brings, us back to, brings us back to the cause we mentioned in our uh but you've got to run staff strong and i actually had a mustache that matched the shirt um uh and you know what better way to promote your causes then, you know, or even your university or your school, I've seen a lot of them out there. Um, so that'll be, you know, something, something fun to do with it and, and promote your cause. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Hopefully they're going to be able to come up with one that maybe you can safely put a straw through. <laughs> <laughs> there I you just go. had that's this conversation with someone at work. I said we should get on this because you're going to need to ha be able to hopefully go out and have a drink but you're going to have to keep your mask on so they're going to have to start making them with a straw hole so let's get on you that know, you know what darcy so, you, those talented people at binghamton university are just the ones to do that yes they could I'm have a sure that's a priority <laughs> well you could get one of those um you know those wiggly straws and kind of fit it up over and underneath your mask that's not a bad idea you know all right want to uh want to send us off on our healthy way and we hope that everybody does stay healthy until we talk to you again next week so i'm going to leave that up to you miss candace thank you make sure you follow us on social media for those pictures at but the big bs hashtag btbs but the big bs and as always every week we hope that you get up and you go out safely and live love and laugh out loud or as karen says really loud. See you next week. Now, did we record? <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> shit, that would suck. If you didn't record, that's it. That's it. I'm done with this whole endeavor. <laughs> <laughs>